Strength means being confident of your skills and knowledge, trusting in yourself. And strength means knowing when you need help and when you need to lean on others. Do you ever feel like you are the only one living a life that is too hard to handle? Welcome to the In Raw Life podcast, where we're going to talk about real life in its raw form. Each week, we'll dive into the stuff that nobody really likes to talk about because it's uncomfortable, painful, a little awkward, or just weird. We want to normalize all of that and help you realize that you can live out your dream even in life's messiness. I'm Sierra. And I'm Jessica. And we're living our dream lives in real life, in raw life. Welcome back to the In Raw Life podcast. We are pretty ecstatic that you're here today. I'm ecstatic because I have no idea what we're talking about today. Oh my gosh, no joke. I forgot for a second what we were talking about too. (laughs) I thought about it a week ago, but I remember now. Sorry, keep going. (laughs) The reason why I don't know what we're talking about today is because it's Sierra's birthday episode where (laughs) she gets to pick the topic and it's a surprise to me until now. Now. Except I'm going to have to wait a couple of minutes because I need to know what Sierra's reality check is. Well, um, hey, you need a passy. Gray's reality check is that he needs to put a passy in his mouth and take a nap. Um, my reality is that this week has been extremely tough, followed by some extremely tough weeks, followed by an extremely tough year. So, um, you know, 2020. You mean preceded by? Followed by, oh yeah, preceded by, yes. Yeah, no, it is not yes, going yes, to yes. be a tough year. Maybe it was. No, 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 no. Yes, I I rebuke that statement into the world. Anyway, no, yes, preceded by. So this past week was really tough. And it's funny because I felt like the week before, we kept saying like, okay, next week, everything's going to finally get normal. And I think we said that the week before that and the week before that. And it's just been like, an endless cycle of weird and difficult weeks down to the fact that, I mean, this past week alone, I think it was a little weird. I, my husband was having issues at work, which was pretty normal by the time he left, which was sad, but we were used to it. And then on his very last day, which was last Friday, we woke up that morning to a text of some random guy trying trying to ruin our marriage. Very strange. I'm not going to go into details, but it was so bizarre. And then went into a week of like all this other stuff flying at us where it should have totally jumbled our marriage. It should have totally jumbled this podcast in raw life in total. All this stuff kept flying and I probably should have said, hey, you know what? I'm just going to take a week off and see you all, you know, when this calms down. But um, I guess I'm not, not that I should have said that, but it would have been easy to say that. And it would have been, I don't know, it would have just like let me sleep for a week and sleep through the drama. But instead, I I leaned into it, which is very, very different from my personality. I usually try to avoid emotions at all costs, but I didn't. I leaned into it and I experienced 
the strangeness. Um, even my husband was talking to one of his cousins about it because he's like, there's one day he's like, I can't do it anymore. This is all weird stuff. And his cousin said, he said, it happened. You have to embrace it. Now just sit back and watch it like a sunset. Like you can't change the emotions. Mm-hmm. You can't change the situation. You can't ignore it. I mean, ignoring it's not really going to do anything. But you also can't keep stressing out over it because that's not going to fix anything either. So mm-hmm. anyway, it was – I – all in all, even though it's been a week from hell and probably one of the hardest weeks that my husband and I have been through akin to the week before Arrow was born. Um, like those are – I can pinpoint these really tough weeks in our marriage. Um, but this was so beautiful to see how – strong our marriage was i mean we did get into a few arguments i'm not gonna lie but to see how much we persevered through it and came together in it instead of letting everything around us bring us apart we decided to lean on each other and um to admit when we needed help uh and i saw i saw this instagram post i don't even remember where i saw it it was weird that i came across it but it said it was like a tweet of somebody saying I told my friend that I'm hitting an emotional wall and she said sometimes walls are there for us to lean on and take a rest and I swear to you that popped on my feed in the middle of my emotional wall Mm -hmm. so uh, Jay's as well so it was just I shared that with him and we both have just been leaning on each other through it so it's been a beautiful week in regards to how I can see how emotionally and mentally strong we've become since our last, like, most tumultuous week uh, Mm -hmm. four years ago. So that was a really beautiful side to a very tragic week. (laughs) Yeah, I have to say, even, I mean, I don't get to fully see you and Jay doing that because we're not in person, but just seeing how you have handled it all and going like being there being your friend through when you've gone through things before that you just like "Mm, I'm just gonna never mind that for a while (laughs) and it's like wow like it's it's really fun to see the growth and the change and I'm proud of you oh well thanks thanks (laughs) I know it's funny when I like look back at my 20 year old self or like 20 something self Mm -hmm. I look at her and I'm like girl why did you handle it like that (laughs) You didn't need to. So I'm really But that's grateful. how you handled it. And then now you get to look back and be like, yeah. like you learned from that. If you hadn't, maybe if you'd done any, uh, who knows? I don't know. It's getting a little too. What? It's getting too like deep into if you hadn't done that, then this would have happened. And yeah. Oh. <laughs> but. Yeah. It's what was meant to happen. I know. And so that, then you can learn from yeah. it. Yeah. Jay asked me too. He's like, did I, have I given you a temper? Maybe he doesn't want me to share this. Mm, well, I'll ask him when I get to editing. Um, he's like, have I made it to where you have a worse temper? Because he's not afraid to speak his mind and confront mm-hmm. a situation. And I was like, no, you've made it so that I know how to stand up for myself when I'm being pushed against a wall. Like I mm-hmm. used to just let people walk all over me and take advantage of me. And I like I don't like having to be assertive or aggressive in some mm-hmm. cases, but – I would prefer that over being walked all over and not like standing up for myself. So I like who I am and he, he has a, I have to give him a lot of credit for it, but uh, yeah, I'm proud. Mm. I'm proud of who I've become. So here I am. It's a perfect birthday episode. Yeah. Here I am. Here I am. 
34. <laughs> 34? Is that what I am? What are, what are you? Yeah, I'm going to be 35. So yeah, you're 34. Okay. So I'm 34. Okay. Here I am. And I love it. Ta-da! I'm very excited for who 34-year-old Sierra is. <laughs> I'm still 34. I love it. I'm not going to make it 34 yet. <laughs> A few more days. Anyway. So what's your reality? Uh, my reality... It's been a weird week here, so I've been kind of out of it. Um, it feels like such a long week. Even hearing your week, I feel like you told me that like some of the things at the beginning of the week so long ago, more than a week ago. I know. I feel the same way. <laughs> On my end, Emmelyn, I mean, you know this, Emmelyn got sent home a week and a half ago with cold symptoms, the same symptoms she had a week, pr- a month prior, but she got sent home, which I'm fine with them being cautious. And then had to take a rapid test two days later, and she got positive on that. And then so Jed and I both tested over the weekend to see if we had it, gave it a few days, and we were both negative. But she still had to stay home all week, obviously. I mean, she had zero, hardly any symptoms. It was nothing. So she was home all week, which was weird. Luckily, she did virtual school, which was good for her, but she was just – being on a screen all day like that and not really having kid interaction while I have to be working is rough. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then Jed was home for three days of that just purely because it was crappy weather and he couldn't really work. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was just a really weird week, which made me tired. Like when everyone's home, it just makes me – it makes yeah. me want to be lazy. And I did all my work and I did everything that needed to be done, but I just – yeah, I was tired. And even right now I realized I did not drink coffee before we did this this morning. And maybe I should have. <laughs> Do you want to go make a cup? Because I was no. about to go grab my cup. <laughs> no, I'm good. I can make All it right. through. Uh, so yeah, it was just it was just a weird week, and there was like some, there was one day where I got really in a funk too, but I persevered. Yeah, and yeah, and I've realized, especially through like our amazing group of women in a community in a Facebook group that we have started. We're, you know, talking with them about how, like, we're being supportive and we're empowered and unstoppable. We were talking about what we're proud of the other day. And I was like, ooh, I am so proud that I don't let other, like, things that other people answer that sometimes might have, like, hurt my feelings, but it had nothing to do with my feelings, but just, like, kind of got me down. I don't let them... I let them roll off much quicker if they even get on me at all anymore. And I was like, oh, wow, that's, that's cool. So that was, that was a fun realization. My growth. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that in uh, that comment in the mm-hmm. group, and I loved it. Um, so, I mean, we should use this as a, a shout-out moment. Our new Facebook group is a supportive community of women who are – super passionate about what they're doing in the world and want to fulfill their potential and be there for each other and egg each other on. It is called Empowered Unstoppable Women. We would love to have you there. Yay. All right. Well, should we get into it then? Yes. Are you excited? Oh my gosh. I can see the anticipation in your eyes. I want to (laughs) know. Okay, so I thought that since it's my birthday and I can talk about whatever I want, I want to create a sixth love language. 
that yes i know you didn't think it was going there i thought this was also a perfect topic because february's kind of been love themed so um i had a few ideas of what i wanted to talk about and then this came up for me and i was like dude this is i think this really is something okay um so here's my thought Maybe this is just me being super spoiled, but I don't think so. I really do think I have something. So Jay always tells me that I am not one, like I don't have one or two love languages. I have all of the love languages. (laughs) And I hear what he's saying, but I'm just trying to tell him like any of these will make me happy. Just do them, you know, like Uh don't, don't tell me you're going to buy me flowers and then not do it. Or or I should more specifically say, don't tell me you were going to buy me flowers, but chickened out. Like, I don't want to hear that. Uh Just bring me the dang flowers or don't say a word. Uh That's real life. So anyway, I, when I take the test, so, well, first of all, the love languages, you know them, right? Yes. Go ahead. They are acts of service. Yep. Quality time. Mm -hmm. Physical touch. Yeah. Gifts. Mm-hmm. And I always forget one. Words of affirmation. Words of affirmation. Have you taken the test before? Oh, yeah. I have the book. What What is your love language? So when I just took it recent, most recently because I, I gave Emily and the kids love language one test. No. Um, I got quality time. And I usually get quality time, but it comes – close with physical touch like they're usually really really close and then a third Mm -hmm. one's usually pretty close too which the third one you don't remember i don't know it might change it might be acts of service i don't know that's what i figured yeah if thinking of the ways that you act and Mm -hmm. appreciate i that's what i would think too um, which, oh, by the way, this is hilarious and a total tangent, but when we were having our technical difficulties and you were doing a lot and I was waiting, I'm like, oh, I should make her that coffee. And then I realized I couldn't you can't. give it to you. Wouldn't that be lovely though? That was so sweet. <laughs> well, you're such a giver. And I'm like, I, I want to give to Aww. my twos. Like I always try to give to my twos, but I literally oh, cannot you. give you the coffee I want to make you. So I'm so I appreciate sorry. it. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Anyway, okay, so for me, when I take the test, I feel like I have to take it two different ways because what I want from my husband is different than what I want from everybody else. So Well, so the test that we took recently, it was it was one for kids and in that same thing, there was also one for couples and a different one for single people. Mm. Did you take them all? No, I just took the couples one and Emlyn took the kids one. So, when I first took it I guess yeah when I first took it I took it because I'm like I would answer these differently as if it was getting love from you versus Mm -hmm. getting love from Jay and so when I do like from friends my biggest thing that I want is quality time I don't want I Mm -hmm. feel bad if you give me gifts or acts of service it like I don't need that even physical touch I'm like oh no, no no like you don't need to give me a massage I really appreciate it but no my husband on the other hand I need words of affirmation, and I need physical touch, mm-hmm. and I need gifts, and I need access to everything. Uh-huh. I don't need all of it. But they're all very appreciated. But no. So when I took the test, though, it was uh, words of affirmation and physical touch that are very close for me. 
Um, and I know my husband is quality time and acts of service, which I can do quality time till the cows come home, but I'm not a fan of acts of service. Like he thinks I love him if I do the dishes and I really don't want to do the dishes at all. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, so that's us. What it, did, did Jed do it too? Jed took it. He got quality time too, which oh, I was nice. very surprised by. I really thought it would have been acts of service. Wow. So the thing with love languages is they say that you usually are the same, like whatever you want is usually the same that you give. How you give. But in some mm-hmm. cases it could be different. Um, for Jay, in his case, like acts of service, like I said, is the least on my list because I think doing the dishes is just something that needs to get done. If he does it, I don't think it's love. I think it's chores. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but – in, on the flip side, he sees it as an act of service. So if I do the dishes before he gets home, he feels very loved, which is sometimes easy and sometimes not. So anyway, our differing love languages are difficult, but I mean, we're opposites in every way. So we often mm-hmm. are presented with these difficulties. But the biggest thing that bothers me is how he says that I'm all of them. And I feel like I am in different moments. And mm-hmm. that's when I discovered... The sixth love language. Okay. I think the sixth love language is support. Mm. And support is Can be all any encompassing. Of mm-hmm. I don't care if you buy me a coffee just because. I appreciate it. But if you buy me a coffee because I'm having a hard day and I feel like I can't get up, I feel loved. Mm-hmm. Or if you tell me I look pretty, I'll be like, ah. But if you tell me I look pretty because I keep looking in the mirror and feel ugly that day, I feel loved. Mm-hmm. And I think that goes with each thing. Like if you give me a back mm-hmm. massage because I've been carrying the kids and I'm sore, I feel more loved than just a random back massage. Mm-hmm. Or if you hug me because I'm sad, more loved than just a random hug. I mean, I do appreciate a random hug. I do. But I think that there is a sixth love language and I think it's support. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts? Yeah. Yeah, I'm totally into that because it's funny how you were saying, like, <laughs> he says that you're all five. And, I mean, who who wouldn't appreciate them and who wouldn't want them at different times? You're mm-hmm. right. Like, I, yeah. I can feel the same way. That's why when sometimes I look at it, I'm like, oh, yeah, I could see how quality time is really important to me. Um, and then I, I know that I try to give that, but I know that most people – that's – it usually doesn't work out, so then I try to give in different ways, like acts of service or gifting is usually how I try to give. But, yeah, when when you look at all five of them, it's like, oh, yeah, like getting a gift in certain situations makes me feel great. Like if it's well thought out and it's appropriately timed, not just like, oh, I picked this up. That's yeah. great. Um, <laughs> I'm going to – I'll harp on Jed a little bit. <laughs> One time a couple months ago, we got into a fight. And I know he meant well. Like, I think that gifting is the way he gives, mm-hmm. even though he got the quality time is what he wants. And I can see how he wants the quality time. He just won't say it. Um, right. But, like, so we got into some sort of fight. I don't even remember what the heck it was about. And he, like, left. He had to go get something from Publix. And he comes back. And, like, his way of, like, here I'm trying to – here's my olive branch was two Southern Living magazines. and I was like I see what you were doing but this is like the I've literally said I love flowers you (laughs) know those never come home you know I love plants 
or like a chocolate bar, like two magazines to me. <laughs> and I'm sorry, babe, if you're listening, is, is wasted money. <laughs> like, and at that time we were like, you know, talking about money and how like, okay, you need to not spend on things that are not necessary. Yeah. I don't know if he's ever seen me hold a magazine before. <laughs> so I was like, I, okay. <laughs> so in that sense, I get that he was really trying. Yeah. <laughs> but that wasn't the time or the item. <laughs> like I probably yeah. needed a hug and some quality time and talk. Yeah. Or a bouquet of flowers. Mm-hmm. Any of those. Some Hershey's kisses, something. (laughs) So, yeah, like there's definitely a time and place for each thing. And going back to like how we talk about self-awareness all the time, being aware of the other person too. Mm -hmm. Because if you're – any of the love languages are a form of giving. It's giving of something. Mm -hmm. And like our giving episode, you know, you give not because you want something in return but because you enjoy the giving and what it does for the other person. So you need to be self-aware and aware of the other person and what they would love and appreciate, whatever. (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's where my my (laughs) mind went with all of that. So do you think then that my idea of support as a sixth love language, do you think it's actually a sixth love language or do you think that there is a flaw to the five love languages in the fact that – because they do say in the five love languages – that your love language can change over mm-hmm. time, but can it change hourly depending on the need? Yeah, so. I think I think it's just a bit more flawed. Like it, it's it's nice to have it all wrapped up in a little bow. Like, oh, here's the five different types of love languages, and you're gonna yeah. fit into it, and it can change over time. Like that's great and all, but it's it's so generalized, and we are such complex beings that yeah, yeah it's hard. But support. I think support encompasses them all and maybe not the sixth one then, but maybe it's the overall arching, like what the the part of the reason behind this podcast is support, support for others and support knowing that like whatever you're going through is okay. And hopefully we'll touch on a topic that helps you become more okay with it. So I think support is like the main love language. Yeah. Everyone needs support. Which means everyone also hopefully will give support. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess if with that idea then, if, I think if you come to it from that approach, that support first, love language second, mm-hmm. I think that kind of changes an approach. So um, – or yeah, the approach in general. So like now, if I know your love language is quality time. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll come hang out with you. But if I know you're going through a hard time, I will go to support primarily and see how I can best support you. Mm-hmm. If you just had a baby and you're stressed and overwhelmed, I will come clean your house. I will mm-hmm. give you acts of service even though that's not your love language because that's the support you need before quality time, before I come and sit on your couch and stress you out while you're trying to nurse a, ba- a brand new baby. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> not quite what you need in that moment. Well, see, so. that's what wars inside me is like, like say I'm in that situation and I have a brand new baby and a friend comes and cleans the house. I am so appreciative of it and I don't want to stop them because I want it. But then I'm like, but I also just want them to come hang with me. I just want my friend. 
Like I really, I mean, I am so big on quality time. Like that's, I don't know if that's just me or if that's like the two in me or what, but like I, I've realized this, especially after like editing our unloved episode, Mm -hmm. I legit just love relationships and I've always been that way. Like I always just want to be with my people. Like even when summer camp used to end and like I would cry because camp was over. It wasn't because camp was over. It was the relationships and the people. Like I, I just love my people and I want them and I want to be with them like at all times. So yeah. Yeah. Quality. I mean, quality time definitely is huge for me no matter what. So maybe it is a sixth love language then. And for you, quality time is your number one. And for me, support is my number one. Maybe. Because I also think like I get mad at my mom a lot. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> We're all there. It's not like you're the only one that gets mad at your mom. I know. It's okay. I know. But I get so frustrated with her because I'm like, doesn't she know what I need? Like, can't she see? And I think back, I don't know if I've talked about this before, but I, when I was putting the Christmas tree up this year, I'm going through the ornaments and like, because my mom gets me an ornament every year, which mm-hmm. is a gift, right? Like, I'm not huge on gifts, but I appreciate all the gifts that my mom gives me. And every year I get an ornament. There's this year from like, so we moved in with, we became a blended family when I was 13, 14, 14. Mm -hmm. And so like year 14 through 18, actually probably 14 through 21, the ornaments are like weird, weird. They're awful. Like what? Not, they're not awful. They're just not me. So uh-huh. when I was little, it always matched me. Like I have I have a 101 Dalmatians ornament from when I was nine because I was obsessed with 101 mm-hmm. Dalmatians, 101 Dalmatians when I was nine. Why does that sound weird? That's the right name, right? 101 yeah. Dalmatians? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's so weird. Anyway, you can see like throughout, you know, there was a year I was obsessed with cats. I got a cat ornament. And then one year... I got this, like, teddy bear holding my name. And I was like, what is this? Like, mm-hmm. this is, and it was pink. And it was pink wasn't my favorite color. Purple was my favorite color at the time. Whatever. And I actually brought it up to her. And she was like, well, I just got it because you never can have anything with your name because it's so weird. And I'm like, oh, I wish that 16-year-old Sierra knew Had that. Seen that. Mm-hmm. Because 16-year-old Sierra saw a teddy bear with a heart in pink and thought, what is this for an eight-year-old and felt a lack of love because mm-hmm. I felt like she didn't understand me. Mm-hmm. And that had nothing to do with love language or not, sorry, had nothing to do with uh, words of affirmation or quality time or physical touch, which are my usual go-tos. It had to do with gifts. And mm-hmm. I don't really care about gifts normally, but the lack of support broke my heart. Mm-hmm. So that's where Interesting. I stop getting yeah. mad at my mom and just tell her, mom, I need support, which I've been doing this year. Mm-hmm. I've been explaining very clearly how much support I need, and I think she's getting it. I feel like it's hard for most people to ask for support. Like people yeah. can people like even you know Jed who doesn't really filter himself. He's not going to ask like he'll ask you like hey, not even ask him like hey, I need this done or like can you do that blah blah blah. Like he's not going to ask for support that's like supporting him as a person. You know? Yeah. I think it's hard for pretty much anybody to ask for support. Yeah, because one, it's it's letting in the fact that like, hey, I can't handle this on my own, which most people don't want to admit to. Yeah. And 
I said A, right? <laughs> and B, like, it's just, yeah, it's hard to, to open yourself up that much, even if it's someone who's super close to you. Yeah. That that gave me the thought of the uh, the one of the things you sent me this week that was the guy that was talking about how he's saved nine out of ten arguments with his wife by asking, uh-huh. do you need what, – what were the two things? Do you need – Like, do you need problem solving or do you need, like, compassion? I think. Yeah. Yeah. Those weren't – what was the – how did he word it? Oh, comfort. That's what it – do you need mm. comfort or solutions? So that's like, you know, a lot of times we try to problem solve with somebody when they have a problem mm-hmm. and they don't want that. They just want comfort. Mm-hmm. But then there's other times where like I know that I'll come to somebody and I'll be like, and this is what happened. And they're like, I'm sorry. And I'm like, no, but what do I do? Mm-hmm. You know, so I need I need the solutions in this case. And either way – him saying, I ask my wife, which do you need, comfort or solutions, that's support. So a mm-hmm. lot of times it's hard to ask for support. So I think it's – Sometimes we have to offer it to realize – for the other person to realize that, oh, I I can ask for it. Right. Mm-hmm. I, I think honestly like that's what – like you said, that's what this podcast is about is it's about support. I mean, I think we're here to support you in knowing you're not alone, but not just to support you, but to encourage you – to support others because mm-hmm. if you have a heart of compassion, you can see the needs of others and you can speak up. And sometimes it's weird to be like, oh, this guy is hurting and I probably should just ask him if he mm-hmm. needs a little help, but that puts me out of my comfort zone. I, I I always feel the situation out and see like, hey, maybe I can actually make a difference in this person's life. I mean, if they're mm-hmm. talking to a tree, don't. Don't talk to them. You can let you can walk by. That's for your safety. Or if you're if or if you're nervous for them, like call somebody that can help them. <laughs> yeah, that's the best way you can support. But if there's somebody else that like sometimes you can just see someone's mm-hmm. having a tough day and you could tell them they're pretty. Mm-hmm. I like I do that. Anytime I see someone just kind of like going along and you know, they're they're in the grind and not really looking fueled. You can you can even say like oh I love your shirt or what cool shoes or I don't know something that just like yeah. brings them up and be like oh I'm connected to humans. Yeah, I honestly I mean it's it's weird to say it because it's weird but I mm-hmm. will tell women when I think they're so unbelievably beautiful mm-hmm. and it's not because of their looks it's because I can just tell by their smile mm-hmm. or the way that they're talking to someone else. I will stop a woman in a restaurant and tell her I just need you to know you are absolutely oh you're one of them. Beautiful. That's so sweet. What? I said, you're one of them. That's so sweet. <laughs> well, because it makes a difference. And like one time, I, well, I think any of us can do it. Like there's no reason not to. And like, so a lot of times though, like a thought that comes in my head is, oh, like that woman's really pretty, but she's with another woman. So I don't want to tell her she's pretty because that might make the other woman not feel pretty, but it doesn't. Like mm-hmm. I've had that thought and I've done it anyway. And what it does is the other woman affirms what I'm saying mm-hmm. and also sees like, yeah, this is like, this is somebody that, go ahead. When someone else sees you do that, especially to a friend of theirs, or like, oh, like that's how you treat others. And then that, that yeah. gives both of them the chance to go do it too. Yeah, exactly. I think when you do it, it empowers others that mm-hmm. they can do it too. Yeah. And it's cool. Like one time I, I said that to somebody and she's like, that her friend was like, I know, right? Like, look at her. She just radiates beauty or something. Like, she's such – she radiates kindness or joy or whatever the word was. So it just reaffirmed. And 
I think the world needs more of that. You know, mm-hmm. like we're calling to light the the, the good in someone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like it can be the positive butterfly effect because you have no idea like that person. It might just like give them that little spark where then they go do it to someone else and they're like, oh, this feels mm-hmm. good to like make others feel good. And then everyone starts doing it and then we're – we're all – I feel like I always end in this this statement. And then we're all doing it and it's a much better world. <laughs> it's true though. It's true. The little things, the little tiny things. I was talking to someone on Instagram yesterday and she was like, I don't know. Like I'm just – you know, I support people in any way I can that have gone through the same thing as me. And I like I hope it will make a big difference one day. I don't know what it's going to do, but mm-hmm. I know one day it's going to be big. And I told her – it's not one day. It's right now, today, mm-hmm. because you breathing life into someone who's going through a hard time, that one per- for that one person, that's huge. It may mm-hmm. seem small to you because you just said like, oh, yeah, I made it through with this. And that's like a – it takes up five minutes of your day. But for them, it changes their whole mentality and their whole approach to life. And it, it can literally be life-saving by you supporting someone with your words. So – that is a tangent from from all of the love language, but I guess it still no, deals with support. Yeah, we're, it's connected. Yeah. Um, I came up with a topic and h- kept it from you while I was thinking through it, so you have to come up with a game. <laughs> the five love language, or do you want to do six love language, lightning round question, best of. So, like, the best gift someone ever gave you. Oh, yes. I love it. I love it. Okay, let's do it. Sierra, lightning round. What is what is the best gift someone ever gave you? Uh, the gift of life. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, I got a gift recently and it was like in it was a support gift. What was it? Uh, I don't remember. Well, come back to me. You. What was the best gift you ever got? <laughs> See, it's – yeah, it's hard for me to think of like – because I think in practicalities when it comes to gifts. Like whether it was something that I wanted and – a vacuum? No, 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 no. But like it, as long as it was oh. something that I really wanted and it brings value to my life. Mm-hmm. So I can only – I can only think – and like if it's been in my life for a long time, which this one hasn't, but it's my most recent gift that I got too – was uh-huh. a massage gun from my dad for the holidays because I oh, constantly yeah. want massages and neither Jed nor Emmeline are good at it or will do it for longer than like two minutes. Mm-hmm. But do you have to have somebody do it to you still or can you do it to yourself? No, I can do like mo- – I can reach most things. And like I do it on the bottoms of my feet and I was like, oh, I didn't even know that I needed this. It's amazing. Yeah. Okay, I thought of a, I thought of one in the time. We should have you go first every time because I'm a slow thinker. No, man. <laughs> Mine is maybe not the best gift ever, but it aligns with my favorite kind of gift, mm-hmm. which was um, Trevor, my one of my husband's really close friends, who's basically like a brother to him and an uncle to my kids and all that. He had to send Jay a car part. Um, that he had off one of his cars that Jay needed. So he's like, here, I'll send this to you. But he didn't just send a car part. In the box, he sent um, little, like, rubber finger puppets for Gray, a box of truck Hot Wheels for Arrow, 
a bag of gummy bears for Jay because Jay loves gummy bears and a Starbucks gift card for me. Oh, And it's just like that all-encompassing love uh-huh. feels so good to me. Like yeah. anytime somebody gives a gift to me and Jay or me and my kids, mm-hmm. and in this case he did all th- four of us, it just like warms my heart in a place that I can't even explain. Like it's better than like a big extravagant spa day or something yeah. like that because it just – means that you love us equally mm-hmm. like you're not yes jay is your best friend but the because he's your best friend you love us all the same and i just oh mm-hmm. the support of that feels so amazing sweet to me. yeah so okay uh jessica yeah what you pick the next love language but you have to go first <laughs> okay um self what is the best <laughs> Acts of service. Self. <laughs> you know, my family taking care of my little family. Oh, no, I have two. This is really hard. I have you two. Sorry. Okay. okay. When the, the two weeks after we had Emmeline, and for the whole whole month we had back-to-back people. But the two weeks after, my mom came out, my dad came out, my brother came out in the first two weeks, back to back, mm-hmm. and a little overlapping, and they just took care of us. I didn't have to cook. Mm-hmm. I didn't have to clean. I didn't really even have to do laundry. I just had to recover from surgery and take care of my baby and enjoy my family. So that's number one. I love it. Number two was when my mom passed. And, like, just the overwhelming support, like – Jed came down, like, took off work, came down, and my two other best friends came in, and they just, like, and my dad and, like, my dad came, too. Like, just the overwhelming love and, like, how much they just took care of everything that I couldn't handle. And all, like, tons of the families from the school I was working at, like, did a meal train for Emmeline and I for, like, a month straight. That was, I was blown away. It was, like, crazy. Oh, Yeah. I I think that's like that is support, you know. Mm-hmm. That's when you oh, need yeah. the most. And that's yeah. oh, so good. For me, I was thinking like this one's really recent, but I also think that acts of service is super hard for me to accept from people mm-hmm. until recently. Um, so I'm like, is it I'm remembering it because it's recent or because I'm only recently accepting <laughs> uh, applications for acts of service to my life. Um but we just got our house up on the market and I was so stressed. My mom was out of town, so I felt lack, a lack of support. <laughs> but no, I was really stressed out because I couldn't get everything done. And I asked one of my other friends if she could come over. And she came over one day and like watched the kids while we got stuff done and then helped me like pack up Christmas and all this other stuff. But then she came back the next day and redid my closet. Because I'm the fool that's thinking, oh, well, if people are going to come look at my house, they're going to open my closets and I don't want it to look hideous and my closet looked hideous. Mm -hmm. So she, in an act of service, I asked her, I was like, do you want to help me organize my closet? Which was like her love language. Like, give me. I know. That sounds so fun to me. (laughs) What did you say? That sounds so fun to me. I know. And so she, but she didn't just come over and organize it. Like she got somebody to watch her kids, came over brought hangers so that every article of clothing was on a matching hanger 
and hung out with me while she did it, which just like it hit so many love languages in one out mm-hmm. of an act of service. So yeah, that's why. Yeah, I feel like they my... often they overlap too. So they do. Yeah, they do. Okay, self. <laughs> Even though this is Sierra's birthday episode, physical touch. take your mind out of the gutter the name of this one is so awkward i know it is okay so this is a weird one because physical touch is one of my love languages but i also remember physical touch pretty like they're part of my my memories so like this is what i'm coming up with right now there's only been two very close people to me who have passed in my life thus far and I can remember the last physical touch from both of them. So, and it, like, I remember it often. Like, it comes up often. Like, I can still remember my grandfather, like, us holding hands, like, right before I left the house. And then that happened to be the last time. And then I still remember, like, my mom, like, showing me on my body and then hugging me. Um, like, showing me, like, what, where stuff had come back and then hugging me. And then that was the last time that I saw her, too. So I'll say that those are the best just because they're tied to very important people to me who I didn't know was the last time until it was. Oh. Sorry to be such – I keep going really down. No, that's okay. They're beautiful. Oh, I love it. I love them. Um, well, I'll bring it back up. It's good okay. to make a second because <laughs> I can't think and I can lift us up with something uh, not that – Exciting. But um, for me, I think the one that stands out the most clearly is uh, a couple years ago, I was doing the uh, my dinner detective show, mm. and I didn't realize that it wasn't at the hotel that we usually do it at, that it was at a special place. Like every now and then we'd have like a, like a party, a private party at a location. And I didn't realize that, and I hit traffic on the way. Which, I mean, I probably left 10 minutes, I probably left five minutes too late, assuming I'd go 100 over the bridge to make up for it, then got stuck in traffic so I couldn't go 100 over the bridge, and then got to the hotel and wondered, walked inside and was like, where is everyone? And the hotel manager was like, it's not here tonight. And I was like, what do you mean? I thought he was kidding. And so I called and they're like, no, it's over here. And so we weren't going to get to do a rehearsal, which I was bummed about because it was great Gatsby themed and I couldn't wait to do the rehearsal. And there was just like, I was so stressed and I got there and I'm like, okay, okay, like get into character and do all this stuff and whatever. Um, Oh, and we were also like undercover, like people didn't, they couldn't know. uh It was all, there's so much pressure. And I walk in and I was like, okay, like hopefully I look okay because we had different clothes than normal. And um, and then my, like I was a detective. So my co-detective, like complimented him. I'm like, wow, your suit looks great, whatever. And he's like, thanks. And I, an hour later, I'm like, you didn't compliment me. And I needed to know that I looked okay because I was freaking stressed. I was like so pissed about it. I'm like, you didn't, I gave you a compliment. You return the favor usually. <laughs> and he said, don't you remember what I did? And I was like, no, I don't. And he's like, I gave you a hug. And I was like, oh. And he's like, isn't one of your love languages physical touch? And I'm like, yes. And he's like, yeah, I gave you a hug. I thought that would help. And I'm like, wow. Like, I was so selfishly powering forward. Like, why didn't he think I was pretty? You know, Uh why didn't he say nice dress when I told him his suit looked awesome? 
a give and take here. But he's like, no, I gave, like, he gave what he thought I needed, which I guess at this point, like, it wasn't exactly what I, what I needed, but the, still the thought of it, like, he gave me a hug knowing, mm-hmm. hey, you're stressed, let me hug you. Maybe that'll tried. help bring you, mm-hmm. bring your heart rate down and bring you back to, like, we're here, we're connected, we're going to go do this, it's going to be awesome. So mm-hmm. I just Let's appreciated see. that a lot. Yeah, sometimes coming from someone who's not that close to you means even more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the fact that he acknowledged, like, because I guess we'd had the love language talk, and so he knew that that meant, would mean something to me. Mm-hmm. And little did he know words of affirmation meant more. But no, <laughs> but still, like, his his effort of support speaks way more volumes than the actual gift or love language itself. So, yeah. Anyway, okay, self, you've got some more questions. <laughs> Words of affirmation. Let's go there. So I take this as compliments. And this, like I just said, sometimes coming from some slightly random person means way more than people close to you. Because people close to you have to love you. You know they love you. So like words of affirmation from them. It's wonderful and affirming. But sometimes coming from someone who barely knows you means more. And this is so silly and so vain. But we're raw on here. There was a two-night stand back in college that I remember, like, one morning we woke up, and he looked over, and he said something like, wow, you're even beautiful in the morning. And I was like, oh, that was just like. That is a compliment. That was huge to me, I remember. And I obviously still remember it. I don't think I've ever even told anyone that one. I think you told me that. Maybe. Yeah, I might have, like, told you and Jess. Because I was yeah. so blown away and I had to share with somebody. But, yeah, that – Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I always felt bad, like, holding it and, like, when I was married and now, like, with Jed, oh, like, that person's compliment meant so much. But it was huge. It was – and he didn't he didn't love me, obviously. I didn't love him. But, like, right. it meant something. Yeah. Oh, no, I love it. Thank you for <laughs> not censoring yourself. You're welcome. Um, <laughs> For me, it would be the uh, – I mean, he's said it multiple times, but maybe the first time meant the most and honestly every time since. Whenever Jay says that I'm doing a really great job, it like mm. stops me in my tracks and like just means so much to me because I always am trying to do it all and I always have this like layer of – it's funny. He's usually the one that walks around with a general status of guilt, but I guess I must walk around with a layer of guilt when it comes to him. Like I'm not doing enough. I'm not spending enough time with the kids, spending enough time with him, doing enough for myself. Like I'm doing too much for myself, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so when he says I'm doing a really good job after I'm trying to balance it all, ugh, it feels incredible. Mm-hmm. So Good job, Jay. I know. Okay. Are we doing all six or are we just doing the five? Five. Five, yeah. Okay. So the last one is quality time, which is crazy because this is the hardest one for me. Do you have one? Um, Ooh. Okay, you go. mm, Go for it. It's what came up. Okay. Okay. Well, I just am thinking like I don't know because my memory sucks. I don't remember if this actually – well, no. Okay, I'll I'll describe it like this. So – when I went through depression at first, I when I finally realized what was happening, I was very vocal about it because 
I felt like I needed to be in order to like for people to know where I'm coming from. I mean, I guess I wasn't that vocal about it, but I told the people that mm-hmm. I told that like matter to me that were in my life. Um, I guess it wasn't right away because I thought I told you right away, but it took a while. So, um, but by the time I had told people, I had one friend in LA who she always said that I could call her at any time. Like she's like day or night. I don't care if it's three in the morning. You call me if you need me. And that always meant a lot to me. But also, Mm -hmm. like, looking back at that time, she came to my house a lot. And, like, she would come to my house versus me going to her house a lot. And I think, like, towards the end, it might have been because I had a baby. But even in the beginning, like, she just did. Like, she prioritized spending time with me because she knew that I was in a dark place and that being with people helped bring me out of it. So I think that would probably be the best quality time for me. It's a good thing I went first this time because, Matt, that one's really dark. No, that was sweet. Um, Bring it up. Well, I don't I don't have like a specific one thing memory. Mm-hmm. It's hard. This is a hard one for me. And I think it may, be, may mean that I need to do some work. I think it's like the pride to coming out of me. What do you mean? Like, of like – In what way? Well, so like because I – so I think – the like you know like the pride of the two like i i'm so good at being a friend and i'm really good at like giving quality time mm. i know often i get really salty about like feeling like i don't get enough quality time from people but the the time period that sticks out to me is right after gabe and i split and i was living you know in a house just the two, like the two of us emmy and i and like completely like off base and all that and there were a couple of friends from work who we just like hung out a lot. Like we were doing couch to 5k and we would go out and stuff like that. And that meant a lot to me because that definitely helped me one, not just be in a complete funk and like helped me begin to heal. So that was, Mm -hmm. and that's quality time, I think. And that was huge to me. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. It is. That's a good one. Um, I just wanted to let you know that you are beautiful. Oh, <laughs> dang, you got me first. <laughs> I'll get you back. Ugh. Well, on that note, there you have it. That's my birthday episode. Happy birthday! I'm a crazy Pisces, type 7 on Enneagram. Hey, Pisces are my favorite people. I know. But am I, I don't, I can never remember the E. NJT or I don't know what that is but my love language is support (laughs) I like long walks on the beach when I need them (laughs) so well Miss Sierra I have a little after recording surprise for you that you will hear when you get to the end of editing this episode and it's going to make it on the air This is a special happy birthday message from some of your nearest and dearest. Happy birthday, Pumpkin. I love you so much. I'm so proud of you. You're such an amazing daughter, mom, wife. I love watching you and Jay interact and laughing together. I love watching you with the the boys pretending and just playing with them. You truly are an amazing lady. 
and I'm proud to call you my daughter. Happy birthday, honey. Hello? Is this thing on? You are Americans and your technology. You find these things so much easier than those of us who come from the mother Russia. Well, I need to let you know, Svetka, happy birthday. For real though, I'm very, very excited that it's your birthday and I'm coming on to let you know that you are amazing. You can explain to your listeners why you're named after vodka, but it is the best vodka in the world, so I feel like it's very self-explanatory. So Vilma just wants you to know she loves you lots. She's very excited because you love so big, because you are so giving and so much fun that I needed to call you specifically. Well, I guess this isn't calling, but you know what I mean. To let you know, happy birthday. Love, kisses, bye-bye. Happy birthday, Sierra. I hope you're having a fabulous day, a day as fabulous as you are. I love all the joy you bring to everything. I love all the enthusiasm you bring to everything. And I love that you're part of our family. So with all that, just make it a great year and I'll see you soon. My favorite thing about Sierra is that she brings out the absolute most fun and best in people. Back when we became friends in college, she helped me to be my authentic self. She gave me permission just by being who she is to be more loving, be more open, be more me, be more fun, have tons of fun, go on adventures, And that is such a huge, beautiful thing to be able to do for others. So Sierra, I love you as one of my best friends. I love you as my co-host and my business partner. And I love you as you are. And you are so beautiful. Happy birthday. Eric, do you know that it's almost mama's birthday? Can you say happy birthday to her? Happy birthday. Say happy birthday, Mama. Happy birthday, Mama. Say, I love you so much. I love you so much. You tell her she's the best? Yeah, the best. Happy birthday, Mama. We love you so much. You are the I best. I love you. I love you too. I gave bye. Have anything else to say, Greggy? Anyway, thanks so much for joining us on this very special occasion of celebrating my birth. Um, We're super glad that you guys keep coming back, and if you've made it this far in the episode, I think you might have liked it. It's okay to admit if you liked it. And in fact, you don't have to admit it out loud. You can just pick up your phone and go to the rating and review section of the podcast platform you're listening to it on. And show us some support. Oh, hey, there you go. (laughs) Um, Give it a five-star rating, please. Give it a share. There's buttons to share it if you're on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. You can share it to Instagram subscribe so that way you get notifications every Thursday at 12 a.m. Eastern that a new podcast is up. 
and hopefully, <laughs> and um, yeah, and it supports us and it helps our podcast to grow. So if you do share it on Instagram, tag us at inrawlife.co and yeah, join our community, join our Facebook community. There's a link on that Instagram to join the Facebook community. So you can click over there and join our empowered, unstoppable women, men need not apply. <laughs> Sorry, maybe in the future. If you would like to be a part of our podcast, you can. You don't even need a microphone like us. No fancy equipment, just your phone or your computer. Open up the recording app and start recording and say, strength to me means, or being strong means, and then you fill in the blank. And send that recording to podcast at inrawlife.com. And then you'll be at the beginning of an episode just like this one. Until next week, we hope that you think about your love languages. And maybe, just maybe, the sixth love language will be yours. I also hope that you send Sierra a happy birthday message. Her birthday is on February 28th. It can be an early birthday message, an on-time, or a late one. It still is showing your support for the fact... Accepting all messages. (laughs) Support for the fact that she exists. You can do that at (laughs) inrawlife.co on Instagram or connect with her however you know how to. And if you see somebody who you just have to say something to because they look sad or they don't... Go on and give them a compliment. Let them know they're beautiful today or handsome or have a really cool shirt and see how that will affect this beautiful world. Bye. That was like a marathon. Jay started the car as soon as I was back to it. I think Gray hung up. Can you see me? Can you see me? No? Okay. Oh, right. I have to get to my reality. My reality is that I can't get my head on straight. Hello? Woo! <gasps> no, record. Ten hours later. On all of those rawnesses. Raw, rawnesses. <laughs> that sounds awful. Cat difficulties. What was I going to say? Now that burp took my thought away. <laughs> well, self, she here. Active service. Okay, I better start thinking and stop joking. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, okay, we're not gonna use that as a horn right now.